Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Magical Mothering Podcast. This is my second episode, and today I'm going to be talking to you about the intuitive, sensitive children. Who are they? Who are we? And um, sharing a bit about my story. Thank you. So let's talk about who are the children of now? Who are these sensitive intuitive, connected, in tune children that we are raising today. So my belief is that we all come in waves of awakening. And you may have heard of the, the labels that have been put out there of the indigo children, the crystal children, the rainbow children. There's all these labels. Now, I don't really work very well within labels, um, but the way that I have seen it is in generational flow. So what we see as um, generational flow comes in with, say, for <clears throat> my parents, my mother, my mother um, being open to the spiritual realm was the beginning for our line here. Um, for me, and anyway, in my energy, she was the the opener. She started the exploration. She started asking the questions. She had big experiences and wanted to find out more. It was the beginning of not repressing. Now, when I say the beginning of the lineage, I don't mean that you know none of my lineage before that had spiritual inclinations or experiences because I highly um, feel that they did too but this was the beginning of not repressing it this was the beginning of actually opening to it and asking some questions around what is this and what does it mean and how can I support this to open to support me and to help me grow that was the big question it stopped being so scary now, um, when I was a child, um, I mentioned in my intro podcast beforehand that I was really sensitive as a child. It showed up in me being really clingy, me not wanting to leave my mom's side. I have images of myself holding onto skirts and looking up at her and just feeling that fear in new surroundings and other people's energy, really, really using her personal space as my own safety net my own bubble and I know having children that are sensitive now that my daughter is using that as well and so I can relate to that energy and that that relation that relating to that helps me to understand that and really helps me to navigate when it can be really frustrating so that's important but the other way that it represented was really anxious and um, afraid to do things on my own, feeling very much that I had to question a lot because was it my energy? Was it not my energy? I'm feeling so much, so deeply. Um, and it could come out as well when you might ask somebody if, oh, are you okay? Because you feel this energy is off, this energy is deeper and heavy. And so you might ask your mom, are you okay? You might ask a friend or somebody at the shops, are you okay? And you, you're seeking that information of what's this big, deep feeling that I'm moving um, through right now doesn't really make sense to me because it's not mine. 
and then um, for the other person to not be ready to share that deep feeling and to perhaps say, no, no, I'm fine, everything's great, that is so confusing to the intuitive, sensitive child that's picking up on this thing but it's not being communicated or validated as that external feeling. So when you're really internalizing all of these big feelings, these big external problems, it can be really confusing for that mind-body connection. Now, um, as a child growing up, I really struggled to connect in with reality you know labeled that daydreamer the one that would sit in classes and and watch out the window and what was going through my mind at that time was I was watching fairy lights dancing through the trees my most favorite thing to do is to lay under the trees and watch the sunlight glitter through them because it reminds me of the fairy lights that I would see as a child dancing through the bush we lived right on the edge of the state forest and my school was I was lucky enough to have a school that backed onto it as well and I would go to the edge of the of the playground fence line and just stand and and watch into the into the forest and I remember just looking up into the distance of the mountains and watching all the trees and feeling that I could definitely feel and sense the movement of mythical creatures like unicorns I had a unicorn guide as a young child who used to run pound galloping alongside the car would come with me everywhere I'd go and that is my guide to assure me that I'm on the right path I'll talk more about that in another session but this made me feel like such an outsider as a child because you know I was always the weirdo I was always the daydreamer who was making up these big stories I had imaginary friends that I used to bring with me to play dates and things like that um I had um what I now recognize as encounters with people who had passed over. So seeing dead people, that's something that I never really claimed awareness of until I look back on it and think I would have these conversations with people in my backyard that were dressed in clothing from another time. And she would share, I remember this lady, she was a young woman sharing me this story of a shipwreck and it was so real for me and for me to go and tell um, people about that and for them to say oh you've got such an imagination you know and that to be it wasn't embraced as real and so that yeah once again seeded so much self-doubt so how do we grow in this world when we've got people around us who are close with us questioning and doubting what you perceive as real and you feeling what you feel to be real and you're told that no 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 it's not that's not right you're fine everything's okay we evolve into different states of being and it's really individual to everybody's individual story but for me I can share it was very much the people pleaser of wanting to make sure that everybody was okay that nurture in me comes out and here I am a healer and that good girl the good girl energy of I must be good I have to get good grades if I get good grades then I'm doing well I'm being good all of that comes out and there was a lot of anxiety once again around 
not getting it right, around not performing at a high standard and setting really high standards on myself, really making sure that, you know, I didn't slack off because I don't want to be perceived as lazy or a daydreamer. I'm working really hard, even though I'm really struggling with feeling unfocused and like I want to get lost off in my dream world. It's um, very much this living in two worlds has been something that I've related to for my whole life. And there was a big section of my life where I tried to repress that. So um, I really embraced my spiritual self as a teenager and got into all of my witchiness and was able to do a lot of my, my energy healing work. So um, that's where I first encountered Reiki healing um, and, and working with the tarot, um, working with the seasons and goddess energy, really, really stepped into claiming that as a teenager and being really claiming that weird outsider self that was really like a calling card for me. Um, it didn't really bring me in much friends <laughs> wasn't really that popular person but the friendships that I did have were really important to me uh, what happened was in my 20s I met who my Jared who's my husband and I ended up moving on an intuitive nudge across the country from Victoria to Queensland to live with him and that was a big intuitive following I'll talk about that in another episode more, more deeply but um the big thing that came from that was that I felt like okay so I'm in a place where I know absolutely nobody to be able to make friends and fit in you've just got to try be normal try and you know just don't talk about any of that weird stuff that you know you were always into before so although I would continue my practice and I'd keep a little altar in my room and I would continue with my meditation and my cards it was really just for me and although Jared knew that I would still practice it was really quiet and it was a really small practice it was just for me in my own space and it wasn't something that I spoke about very often but then what happened was working I got a job working in corporate climbing up that ladder and you know you get busy with these life things and that practice starts to get smaller and smaller because it's not an owned aspect of your life and who you are so it's really important that I had to really unleash a lot of my conditioning that kept me small and really burst out of that broom closet and reclaim who I was again. And that happened when I actually had my first daughter and she needed me to do that. She needed my gifts again. She needed my hands-on energy healing because she was a baby who screamed she was a baby who did not sleep so not only was she calling out for me to connect with her which took me a while to work out how to actually do that because first I needed to reconnect with myself with my roots and really reclaim my inner power again because I'd put myself in a box where I didn't talk about anything that really meant meant anything to me all my values were really strangled in this 
it feels like this twines just wrapping them up and and pushing them down and out of reach so there was a lot of reclamation there to do that and I had to do that to be able to be this mother that she needs today to be able to guide her when she is moving through her journeys and um when I say that she's moving through um, astral traveling and dreams and I think oh I used to do that let me show you how to help you and um you know uh, when my other daughter is seeing entities and talking with our her grandfather who has passed and having these conversations and seeing them out um, in the world, they're feeling these energies and they want answers. They want recognition and validation that they're they're not they're not crazy. They're not alone, and we are here to support them. I can hear them running above me. Um, we're here to support them. We're here to keep them open. We're not going to slam these doors shut or push their energies down, push these gifts down. We are going to embrace them and show them how much they can change this world with their open hearts, with their connected open hearts. That's what I would really love to do. So I'll talk some more about this because this is what we're here for. But that's just a little bit of an intro on... Um, who are these intuitive sensitive children? Do you have one? Do you need support with them? Let me help you. Okay, lots of love. <laughs>